Welcome to Celestial Insights, a weekly podcast that brings the stars down to earth. I'm your host, astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks. My purpose is to provide practical, unique, and insightful guidance to help you navigate the energies of the week like a boss. Hello, this is Celeste of Astrology by Celeste, and on this episode, I will discuss the astrology for the week of September 10th, 2023. I'm excited to invite you to the Astro Bash Evolutionary Astrology Conference. I was invited to give a talk, and I'm going to share my work on the Moon Phase Families. This conference is from September 28th to October 1st in Borrega Springs, California. This town, you can either fly into the Palm Springs or the San Diego airports. It's going to be an amazing conference. Stephen Forrest is giving the keynotes and is the headliner. Also other amazing astrologers such as Kay Taylor, Lynn Bell, Cameron Allen and Maurice Fernandez and Sabrina Monarch are also speaking and sharing their work. I'm so excited about the fact that it's a dark sky in this area of the country and the Aries full moon is going to occur while we are at the event. So there's going to be incredible sky watching, getting together with other spiritual people, learning more about the fascinating topic of evolutionary astrology, which deals with the soul's growth. And I'm honored and excited to share my work. So you can go to the link in the show notes or on the events page on my website, actually the workshops page at astrologybyceleste.com to learn how to sign up. You can also attend virtually if you don't want to join or it's not feasible for you to join live. So definitely check it out. It's going to be amazing. And if you're there, please come up and introduce yourself. One of the biggest stories that embodied all of the astrology of last week was the fact that the Burning Man Festival, this is an annual festival in the, I think it's the Nevada desert where people drive in from all over the country and they have like their RVs and different vehicles all decked out. There's a lot of art that's involved in the festival as well as it's like a big party. And so this year's Burning Man took place while Venus, the planet that rules parties and recreation and all this kind of stuff in Leo, where people like are showing and shining their light, showing their work. Yes. And Mercury, the planet of communication and transportation and commerce in Virgo were both retrograde. So this is an example of the double retrograde where there were terrible storms. And I think the storms happened when Neptune and, and Mars and Mars and Virgo was opposite Neptune and Pisces. But there's been a lot of 
excessive rain and the desert getting flooded is a very unusual. So people had a hard time even getting there because roads being washed out. But then somehow they all got there and there was must have been another big storm and people are stranded there in the desert. 70,000 people. I talked about in last week's episode, Mars in Libra was King Kong's Saturn and Pisces. A lot of people were literally stuck in the mud. You saw people walking through mud with like plastic wrap on their feet. So Saturn rules like dirty places and in Pisces, you know, you take dirt and water and you've got all this mud and you get stuck. Mars and Saturn are the malefics. And whenever they talk, something goes wrong. You know, there's something there's tension, there's the ability for Mars accidents and Saturn hardships to be involved. And the King Kongs is, it's when there's 150 degree aspect and King Kongs move us into new situations where we have to release and let go of things. Anyway, people are told to conserve their food. We found out about this on the day Venus went direct and there was a, a moon in Taurus, which is very associated with food and nourishment, conserve their food and ration it because of the slowness it will take to get everyone out of this place. So that's some astrology and action about the timing of this festival. And it's like an absolute disaster and someone died. We don't know what happened yet. Very sad, but people die there every year. One of the things is that there's a lot of drug use going on at this festival. But hopefully everyone else will get home safe. If you remember, last week was called Who's On First? And my thought, it was like, who is getting on the bus out of there first is another way to think about what was going on last week. And I taped this early, so I mean, there may be more stories about Burning Man. The theme of this week is Welcome to Gilead. The Republic of Gilead is the fictional place in The Handmaid's Tale, which is a book written by Canadian Margaret Atwood, which is a dystopian novel that has a totalitarian patriarchal theocracy ruling over most of the continental United States in the future, where certain women are required to give birth to babies for rich people and fertility is really gone for the average woman at the time. It's an amazing novel and also was done by Hulu as a series for TV starring Elizabeth Moss of Mad Men fame. And there are three big things I want you to think about as you navigate the week. The first is that we have something really unusual going on. Three of the four asteroid goddesses are changing signs this week. These asteroids are between Mars and Jupiter in the asteroid belt. And I love using the goddesses because they bring some feminine energy into the discussion of astrology because with the 10 traditional planets, only the moon and Venus have female archetypes associated with them. The others are male archetypes except Mercury, which can go either way. So it's really 
can really flush out more about the chart and your journey and the energy when you bring these asteroids into looking at your natal chart and looking at what events are happening. Wednesday is a big day this week. So Pallas Athene, which is the asteroid of strategy, is going to be at 29 degrees of Virgo and squaring Vesta, the asteroid of the hearth and the home associated with virgins, is at 29 Leo. So the 29th degree is that anoretic degree that makes me feel like something karmic is going on. It's a degree of decay where something is breaking down. These squares are immutable, changeable signs. The 29th degree of the mutable signs is very associated with the Roe versus Wade chart because the ascendant was at 29 Pisces and all of the angles were at 29 degrees of the mutable sign. So this square is activating this chart. And then on this day, Pallas Athene enters the sign of Libra, which is associated with law and justice. It's the asteroid of strategy, pattern recognition, It's very associated with lawyers and judges. And then Vesta is going to enter the sign of cancer. And cancer is associated with motherhood. And Vesta, the virgins and young women, the Vestal virgins were required to keep the hearth fires burning in ancient Rome. This makes me think, you know, we know that In the United States, there are a lot of conservative groups taking action to make it harder and harder for women to get abortions or have any control whatsoever on their own fertility. And I read a story, this happened last week, a couple of conservative activists in East Texas are working on these trafficking laws. In one Texas town, they're trying to make it illegal to drive on certain roads to get an abortion. They were doing this, and Mercury is still retrograde as of right now. So making it so they're delaying or causing women to have to face a lot of obstacles in order to get an abortion. This also has to do with, you know, Venus retrograde. Venus rules fertility. Venus is direct now, but it was retrograde when the news broke of them trying to make these laws. What their premise is, is that the unborn are being trafficked. So yeah, these two men have gotten together again, trying to, you know, put all these controls on women. And I feel like that square at the 29th degree and then moving into changing the signs and going into a sign related to law and the United States has a cancer stellium. So really pay attention to the news on Wednesday. Also with climate change and all these disasters that have been happening, a lot of insurance companies and insurance firms are related to Vesta because, you know, like the house and the home are working on taking away insurance from certain places in the country. Like you can't get fire insurance in certain places or hurricane insurance. Yeah, they're dropping certain coverages. 
Also, Pluto, the planet of death and transformation and domination and control, is in a square with Ceres, the asteroid associated with mothering and motherhood. Ceres was Persephone's mother, and Persephone was stolen and taken down to hell. And so she was the goddess of the grain and the harvest and let everything die until her daughter came back. So Pluto and Ceres being in this square, Ceres is in Libra. And so the square is happening at Pluto at 28 Capricorn, Ceres at 28 Libra. And so that's in effect all week. And then Ceres will move into the sign of Scorpio on Friday. And yeah, there's something very important in terms of women and fertility and motherhood. I think we're going to hear news about this week, maybe associated with legal affairs. So stay tuned for that. I'll bring you any stories that come to light. Also, I find it interesting that Juno, the asteroid associated with wives, is traveling with Venus in Leo. Venus in Leo is now direct, but they're within a degree of each other. So as, you know, we're moving towards the last square with Venus and Uranus, there'll probably be a lot of stories related to Leo topics, Leo people about, you know, couples breaking up celebrities or royalty or things like that. Juno is the aggrieved wife. How can you let go of resentment if you're in a marriage and you feel like you're carrying a lot of the burden and find more heart-centered love? The next thing I want to make you aware of is there is a new moon at 21 degrees of Virgo on Thursday. This is an important new moon. There's going to be a big story, I feel like, because 21 Virgo is the degree that Mercury went retrograde back on August 23rd. So there's something related to the Mercury retrograde with this new moon. And Mercury is moving very, very slowly because it's going to go direct the next day after the new moon. Yeah, it's a great time to set intentions about what you want to bring forward. It's amazing manifestation energy because the sun in Virgo is an earth sign and it's in a trine with Uranus in Taurus also an earth sign. So Uranus can bring innovation, great ideas, and trines are smooth, easy flow of energy. The sun spotlights things. The sun and the moon are seeding stories for you about bringing things into your life. Virgo is a sign that brings order to chaos. It's this mutable earth energy. It wants to organize and systematize things. It's amazing energy in order to do something to improve your health and daily life. You know, I love the Prolon fast mimicking diet. So if you're thinking about doing something to try to reset your metabolism, I'll put the link in the show notes. You may want to consider that and use my discount code to get the five-day fast. I absolutely love it. On Thursday, I'm having a new moon in Virgo workshop You can come and go deeper into the astrology of this new moon. There's some really fascinating things going on with this new moon chart. It's amazing energy 
to put your intentions in action. So you can sign up at the link in the bio. I also will do as many hot take natal readings as I can. And yeah, if you can't make it live, you can get the recording. The last thing I want to make you aware of is that Mercury is going direct at eight degrees of Virgo on Friday. Now, Mercury will be in the post shadow until October 1st. So, you know, we're going to have forward momentum to get things going, but I really suggest waiting at least two weeks after Mercury goes direct before you go out and make any huge purchases unless you have to or you like sign a big deal on the dotted line unless you have to. I mean, these retrogrades offer us the opportunity to review and reassess. We know things can go wonky where there's delays and restrictions reversals, reoccurrence of previous situations. Did your ghosts come back since this Mercury retrograde in the sign of Virgo? Did you find mistakes? Did you edit things? Think about what you learned, what you became aware of with the sun, trine Uranus, great ideas for manifestation can come. So write them down. I want you to be extra careful about driving. So slow down. There might be some like big traffic accidents and things. Mercury rules transportation, commerce, as well as communication. So yeah, still watch your words. Watch out for being too critical. That's shadow Virgo energy. Yeah, it takes some time to get things going, but it's fantastic. Mercury's direct. October is going to be an excellent month to like really start putting actions into place and doing the manifestation. So yeah. On Sunday, the word of the day is heart-centered. The moon will enter the sign of Leo at 9.35 a.m. Pacific time. Leo is fixed fire. How do you shine your light? I love Leo energy. It's fiery. It's feisty. It's fun. You will notice people like the conversation is a little louder when the moon is in Leo. People are more animated. You see more people wearing red and standing out. So yeah. And think about the heart-centered nature of Leo about, you know, caring for the people you consider your soul tribe or your family or your pride. Yes. The lioness is associated with Leo energy, very protective leadership energy. Now on this day, Mercury retrograde is parallel Pluto. So watch out about trying to use your words that are thinking about dominating others. Use this energy to like really have the determination to stay on task and get what you want to get done. This is the day Pluto in Capricorn will square Ceres in Libra at 28 degrees. So yeah, mm, there may be some story related to food. Ceres is very associated with mothering, but it's also associated with agriculture and food and things like that. The balsamic moon at 2 Leo is at 3.33 p.m. Pacific time. The balsamic moon is like an emptying out phase of the moon where it's losing the rest of her light 
getting ready to start anew. There are all these quintiles that are grace notes also going on on this day. So I feel like this is beautiful energy. On Monday, the word of the day is reminisce. So the moon in Leo will meet Venus in Leo at 13 Leo and then Vesta in Leo. So there may be some like tender emotions surrounding relationships now that Venus is direct. It's still moving kind of slowly. I want you to celebrate any accomplishments or transformations you've had during the retrograde of Venus phase. We're now in the post-shadow period. There can also be the mourning of the death of any relationships. A lot of people had relationship breaks during the retrograde. So take some time to examine your emotions. The sun in Virgo is King Kung's Chiron and Aries, both at 18 degrees. So there may be a spotlight on some painful memories and some emotions may come up. So watch out for like being too overly critical of yourself and honoring the fact that relationships, even if they don't last, they're a learning experience. On Tuesday, the word of the day is strategy. Mercury is still retrograde in Virgo and it's parallel Saturn and Pisces, which is also retrograde. This can bring determined thinking. I really want you to be careful about distracted driving on this day and also watch out for pessimistic thoughts. When Mercury and Saturn talk, sometimes it can be pessimistic thoughts. Parallels are aspects of declination And it's like a conjunction. So really just watch out with being overly critical with your speech. Yeah, the moon will enter the sign of Virgo at 10, 17 p.m. Pacific time. And when the moon enters Virgo, it opposes Saturn. And with the Mercury parallel Saturn, just watch your thinking so it's not too oppressive. But if Saturn and Pisces, you can get some creative ideas from this energy You know, it's a great time when the moon's in Virgo to just like declutter is a wonderful thing to be doing with the balsamic moon phase, just getting rid of some things you don't need anymore, making space. On Wednesday, the word of the day is tactics. This is the day that Vesta in Gemini, Vesta is related to the sister, squares, palace, Athene at 29 Virgo. Yeah, this is a really interesting square, which I already talked about related to, I think there's going to be something about fertility or or women's rights. And then Pallas Athene moves into Libra at 9.35 a.m. Pacific time. So legal affairs, diplomacy, strategy, pattern recognition. Pallas Athene is the astrologer's asteroid. Yeah, so some topics around that may come up to your attention. And then Vesta will enter the sign of cancer at 4.22 p.m. Pacific time. And Vesta rules the hearth and the home related to sisters. Yeah, so great day to think about the strategy and the tactics that you want to take action on. You can think about with Vesta, what are you devoted to accomplishing? 
On Thursday, the word of the day is systems. I wonder if there'll be like power outages or systems going down. Mercury is parallel Jupiter and Neptune on this day. So Mercury conjunct Jupiter and Neptune. Jupiter makes everything bigger. It's in the sign of Taurus. Neptune dissolves things. Mercury, there can be really confusing communications. Yeah, we'll see what happens on this day. Come to the... Virgo New Moon Workshop. Reminder, the link is in the bio or on my website at astrologybyceleste.com for this workshop. It's a great time to set intentions for this new moon at 21 Virgo at 6.39 p.m. Pacific time. On Friday, the word of the day is commotion. This is the day Ceres enters Libra, the asteroid associated with mothering, nurturing unions at 5.46 a.m. Pacific time. Maybe what these aspects are with all of the changing energy around the goddesses, maybe it has something to do with some of the strikes, either the writer strike or the actor strike coming to conclusion. We'll see. They've been just stalled. Yeah, maybe they'll start getting forward momentum now that Venus and on this day, Mercury will be going direct. Yeah, the moon enters a sign of Libra at 10.44 a.m. Pacific time. Libra is cardinal air. You know, now that we're in a new moon, there may be some forward momentum and action around negotiating win-win solutions. That would be great. A great day for a date night. Now, Mercury goes direct in Virgo. So for me, it's on my south node. So I really need to watch my P's and Q's about what I say and be careful about not getting sick. I have this big conference, the Astro Bash, I'm going to. My south node's in my third house of the lungs as well as transportation. So now Mercury's direct. I'm going to be really careful about not getting COVID or anything like that. Also, the sun in Virgo trines Uranus and Taurus at 22 degrees of each of the signs. It's commotion because the word of the day, because it can be a little noisy and be careful driving and moving around because accidents can happen when a planet changes direction. On Saturday, the word of the day is indulgence. Venus in Leo direct now squares Jupiter and Taurus, which is retrograde. And they're both on world points of 15 degrees, 15 degrees of the fixed signs or world points. So in our own lives, just be joyful, watch out for overindulgence, but do something like have a great meal, treat yourself to something like a new little treat or like a a snack you may not normally eat. When the benefics clash, Venus and Jupiter both add to life. They're benefic versus Mars and Saturn, which take away from life, which are malefic. So yeah, watch out for overspending. Put your credit card away, but you can like do just a little bit of overindulgence on this. Watch, there will be some stories in the news related to this. And Venus and Jupiter are both very associated with children and fertility. So I think there's going to be a story around women and fertility and this sort of thing. So we shall see. As a reminder, I'd love to see you and meet you at the Astrobash conference where I'm giving a talk or at my new moon workshop. So go to the link in the show notes and I hope to see you there.
I've also updated my services page, so check it out. I've added a half an hour reading and then a longer reading. So check it out. So that's it for this week's episode. Feel free to email me at Celeste at astrologybyceleste.com with any astrology and action stories or let me know how the themes are playing out for you. Take care and I'll catch you next week. Thank you for listening to Celestial Insights. To learn more about my work, please visit my website, astrologybyceleste.com, where I offer personal readings, horary consultations, cosmic coaching, group events, and classes to help guide people to higher levels of fulfillment. You can also find me on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook at Astrology by Celeste. If you enjoyed Celestial Insights, please help others find the show. Follow, rate it five stars, or write a nice review. I would so appreciate it. I'm astrologer, coach, and intuitive Celeste Brooks, and I'll be back next week. 